Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. What is something you've done with your kids that you immediately regretted? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. What is something you've done with your kids that you immediately regretted? Give us a call and share your story. But the reason why I wanted to bring this up, and Rob just interrupt us when when anybody calls. Um the reason I wanted to bring this up is because I read this hilarious story and then I watched the video between Jimmy Kimmel and Rosamund Pike. Uh, it was from an interview she did on uh, Jimmy Kimmel Live. Mm-hmm. And she's out doing press because she's got this new Netflix movie, I Care Very Much, I think is what it's called. Um, we started it the other night and then we stopped it. But anyway, long story short, in this interview, she is talking about, she's living in Prague right now. Uh, and doing some some filming in Prague, and uh, she wanted to take her kids, who are fairly young. I want to say they're like uh, ten and eight or something, maybe mm-hmm. nine. She wanted to take them on uh, to do something that is like of the culture in Prague. So she took them on like a rafting ride, and it okay. doesn't sound like it was. I'm I'm trying to get my head around like what kind of rafting ride because it doesn't sound like it's like you know, cruising the rapids on a a raft like you would do, say, in the Colorado River. But it was like a boat ride. It sounds to me probably a little bit more like what might happen when people go tubing down the Apple River. Oh, sure. Because she said, she basically said she took her kids on a booze cruise. Oh, and that's um, an awkward, not just for the kids, but for everyone else is like, really, lady, you brought your kids. So she's like, uh, okay, they're eight and six. Okay, so they're even younger than I thought. Um, She's telling Jimmy Kimmel about how, you know, she thought this was something that they do. People do a lot in Prague. But what she didn't realize was that this is a really prime spot for bachelor and bachelorette parties. And she said, essentially, like, these are the drunkest human beings you've ever seen. And she tells a story about a guy who, like, stood up and then immediately fell over. And she said that her kids have not stopped acting drunk ever since. I just was delighted by this story because it is so, like, something that happens to parents where you think you're doing one thing and then you realize you're like, oh, whoops. Whoopsie doodle. I mean, it was kind of like probably a learning experience for the kids, like, you know, like a teachable moment for mom. Yeah, 
for sure. But also, like, when you're in that moment. Okay, so let me just give you a little insight to that moment when you are with your small children and they are realizing what drunk people look like in real time. And you're in community with those drunk people and your kids do what kids do. Which is tell the truth. Which is say... What's wrong with that person? Or why are they acting like that? And you know, as a parent, like, this is a moment where I'm going to have to say, like, that person had too much to drink. Yeah. But you also can't say it in a way that the person who had too much to drink hears you talking about them because they're also not of sound mind. Yeah, they'd be and, like, what do you mean? Yeah. I'm totally sober. So it's that awkward moment sure. where you are faced with a teachable moment, but the teaching can't really happen in that exact moment. Yeah. I just felt for her. She, of course, has a great sense of humor and um, said it was really just, you know, a, le- yeah, yeah, again, a learning I lesson. I think and the like kids the kids probably had a blast. Oh, the, like... they'll remember that forever. Yeah. She said, my kids were fascinated. She said, I promise you, I've never seen drunker human beings than I saw on this boat. Men who stood up and immediately fell flat. One who stumbled over the edge and got completely drenched in mud and then clambered back into the boat, sp- splattering all the girls with mud. And she said her kids haven't stopped acting drunk ever since. 651-641-1071. I know you cannot top that, nor do I want you to, but uh, is there anything you've ever done with your kids that you immediately regretted? Uh, Rob, do we have anybody on the line yet? We have Megan on the phone. Perfect. Let's talk to Megan. Hi, Megan. Have Hi. you ever done anything with your kids that you immediately regretted? Unfortunately, I personally am not a parent, um, but I actually had an experience that my parents maybe would think this way about me and my sister. Oh, I love this. Um, we were, I was very, have been very blessed and have been able to travel like as a family. Like we got to go to Europe a few times as kids. And I think I was in, I think it was like the summer after I was in eighth grade and there are four girls in my family. And I think my youngest two sisters, gosh, Chris is like, so eighth grade, so I was what, like 14, so my two youngest sisters were like eight and nine we were in amsterdam oh wow and we accidentally took a wrong turn down the red light district that's a lesson (laughs) yeah so it it was pretty funny i think i distinctly remember my mom like covering my youngest sister's eyes and it was just an accidental wrong turn but it was amusing that is so funny do they remember do your sisters remember oh Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like Absolutely. that's like burned on your brain. You yeah. don't forget Remember that. Remember the right? one time mom took us to the red light district? <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah. it. Megan, yeah. thank you for sharing. Yeah. Have a great day. No problem. You too. Bye. Bye. 651-641-1071. Uh, is there anything you've ever done with your kids that you immediately regretted? Is there anything you've ever done? I mean, like I can... You've I, never regretted anything, have you? N- no, I have no regrets <laughs> in life. No, I what I was going to say was, if anything, it's like showing them a movie and realizing halfway through that we should have pre-screened it. Oh, sure. And now we're in the awkward space. Like, There's and like, boobies. I think right. boobies are coming. Or like, I think it was, um, we, we, we did watch, oh, I just, I, I'm going to leave myself open for judgment. I, I don't care. We watched Die Hard. Uh, and the, I did look up before we watched it because I said to my husband, I'm pretty sure there's boobs in Die Hard. And like, we're okay with language. Our kids hear it plenty at home, especially in the midst of a pandemic. Yeah. Um, we're okay with language. Uh, but the, but, but like, I just, you know, gratuitous boobs, I'm not super okay with. Yeah. But also mostly because it just makes everybody feel kind of awkward. Well, yeah. And, like, cause you have kids and yeah. they're just like, 
I don't want to see boobs with my mom. Right. So I I said to my husband, I said, I'm pretty sure there's boobs at Die Hard. And he was like, I'm pretty sure there's not. And I've seen it a thousand times. And I'm like, I think you remember the sanitized for television version. Oh, sure. I'm pretty sure there's boobs. So I looked it up. I was like, okay, there's boobs at this point and at this point. Tells you exactly what seconds, like minutes and seconds. So you can just... Press fast forward. Yep. Or so we fast forwarded through the first boobs, which was easy. We got past the boobs. Fine. Now, are the kids like, "What are you doing?" Or are they like, "Okay, we don't want to see boobs either." Well, so I just will say like, "Oh, Dad and I talked, and we feel like there's this one part you guys aren't ready to see." You and they don't. We look don't away. say what it is. Look like, away. No, we just fast. Like the fast forward, it just like zips right past. They didn't see any boobs. The second piece, the second part, the second boobs in <laughs> Die Hard is on a poster in the background. Oh. And so I was like, I knew it was coming, and I was like, the seconds are coming. It's coming up. It's coming up. It's coming up. And I was like, Matt, you need to fast forward. But by the time you like found the remote, he was, was fumbling to, for it. There it, were boobs. There everywhere. were boobs. And I and I thought, okay, I knew that it was on a poster, right? So I'm thinking, okay, they didn't, they're not going to notice, right? It's kind of in the background. It's, yeah. Oh, sure. Kids aren't going to oh notice my gosh. boobies. Literally, nice try. Like a whiff of nipple, and yeah. my kids boobs, were like, boobs, boobs, and I was like, boobs. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. No. Trust that the kids will always. Yeah. See. They'll the always boobies, see the boobies. The contraband. Uh, Rob, do we have any other callers? Tracy's on the phone. Wonderful. Hello, Tracy. Tracy. Uh, what is the thing that you've done with your kids that you immediately regretted? Well, they were in fifth and second grade, and we had tickets to the Motley Crue Aerosmith concert, and I had asked their dad, I'm like, are you sure we should do this? And he said, oh, yeah, it'll be fine. I've seen them before. It'll be fine. Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) So we went. We were a little late, and so we found our seats, and they had just started, and the first thing that happened was they say, I say F, you say you, and I picked up my kids, and I was like, Oh, God. The mezzanine the entire time after that. Oh, no. That's awkward. <laughs> That's kind of like the time Colleen and I brought <laughs> oh. people to a concert that were not children, but we were mortified. Yeah, it would be like the opposite of children. Like it would, imagine bringing your parents to just a, a the same situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, same awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your call. Have a great day. Oh, thanks everybody for making, you know, it's, I, I think it's always good to share those stories so that parents know when it happens to them. Yeah, like, that they're not alone. Yeah. Everybody does this on some level. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, um, I think my children would be embarrassed if they saw the way we behave about Zach Efron. Oh, well, rightly we're, so. We're going to do that when we come back Yay! on my talk 1071. Yeah. Oh, Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. We love him on the Colleen and Bradley mm-hmm. show. My Talk 1071 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment all aboard. Uh, <laughs> Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Crack and a ap- window. Air it out. And apparently, we're not the only ones who love Zach Efron. No, the world loves Zach Efron. Locals adore him, and they just think he's a really down to earth, chill kind of dude. Mm. Um, but also, they kind of hate him. And they kind of hate his brother, so we need to talk. It's going to be uncomfortable, but we need to just get it out there um, and and just deal with what's on the table. So for those of you who don't know, it just sounded way more serious than it needed to. It's not at all serious. It's just an opportunity to ogle Zac Efron yet again. Thank you. 
Um, I, I first came across this story that lovely Zach Efron leaves Byron Bay locals impressed with his down-to-earth and friendly personality, as if we didn't already know that. But um, the Daily Mail keeps us abreast of all things Zach during these difficult times, and <laughs> this article... Abreast. Sorry, go on. What? A peck. Mm-hmm. A bushel and a peck. Mm-hmm. And a hug around the neck. <sighs> According to one Byron Bay resident, now, for those of you who don't know, Zac Efron is essentially Australian now. Mm-hmm. He has moved to Australia yeah, and seems him. to be there uh, full time. But I'm sorry, I get emotional. I do, too. According to one Byron Bay, which is the like bougie place that all the American celebrities who are trying to, you know, be somebody go. Um, according to one resident of that place, Zach is so lovely. And he's always friendly to wait staff in the hospitality industry. Well, so friendly that he started to date one. Well, yeah. In fact, Vanessa Valadares, who he's not dating, that's a lie. That's a publationship. But he did employ her to be uh, a beard, a bearded lady. The fan, not <laughs> okay, one of us. Explain what you're saying. Well, the the rumor is that sh- they are in a publicationship that she is perhaps providing other services to Zac Efron, not of an intimate nature, mm-hmm. maybe of a uh, substance abuse nature, meaning that she's a sober coach. That's mm-hmm. been one rumor, mm-hmm. right? We don't know the true relationship because Zach uh, refuses to take our calls or respond to our Which copious texts. Super rude. Um, the fan in particular that I referenced earlier has also described Zach. This is a fan from Byron Bay. As, as sexy? Super chilled, down-to-earth guy. Mm. So I saw that and I was like, good, this just makes me feel good that while he's down there, he's giving us, you know, making us look good. He's really just putting his best American foot forward. So we can feel good about him being down there. Down there. But then I saw this story and I was like, oh my God, okay, now we need to talk. So, you know, he has a brother. Yeah, because at one point people were like, you guys, Zac Efron has a brother. And you know me, I'm always going to go yeah, after gonna the go most the attainable brother. one. <laughs> well, just like who's most attainable? Yeah. The less famous brother? Okay, I'm in. Tell me more. Um, and then we saw pictures of him and I was like, no, I wanted him to look exactly like Zach. And he does he, he is really, he's growing into his own. He's become more adorable. He's taller than Zach. Oh. He's not as muscle bound, but that's because Zach is he unique. He can work on that. <laughs> Zach is really unique in this regard. Yeah. So, because he works on his fitness. Yeah. So, wait, is Zach's brother in Byron Bay? Well, that's a good question. I didn't know this, but apparently he's now in Australia, Dylan, who's 29, and he's currently completing a mandatory 14 day hotel quarantine mm. because uh, very likely he wants to be with his brother. Yeah. You know, they want to bro out like, right, like under bros. a waterfall with their shirts off as they wrestle. What? Sorry, did we interrupt? Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. 
Head to Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 and use code BTPod50 to get 50% off. That's code BTPod50 at Factormeals.com slash BTPod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your fantasy? No, that's a real picture on the story oh, that they're right. wrestling under a waterfall. All right, shirtless, so cool, awesome, not a in fantasy. Tight shorts, total reality. Total reality. Thank you for the photographic evidence. Evidence. Um, but people are not happy about Dylan being in Australia, and here's why. Apparently, um, not everybody who's Australian can get back to Australia right now. Because of the um, oh, yeah. quarantine, they've had like very good uh, measures in place in Australia to mm-hmm. prevent. I think parts of like Sydney and other major cities have been like weeks without a case of um, coronavirus because they have such strict measures. Well, people are wondering how the heck does Dylan Efron get to go to Australia while forty thousand stranded Australians are still locked out of their own uh, country due to arrival caps and quarantine limitations. Yeah, good question. How does that happen? I don't know. Zac Efron pulled some strings? I mean, the good news is Dylan has been treating his fans to, um, he has 607,000 Instagram followers, and he's been keeping them abreast of his uh, Quarantine. quarantine. He doesn't understand why they keep sending him milk. Uh, apparently his, like he gets food delivered to him. Okay. Um, and he, are he's not his sh- fans send him milk. No, 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 no. Oh, these are the quarantine <laughs> people. I'm very no, confused. he's talking to his fans. Like basically Got the it. dude is just doing Instagrams. Okay, cool. Like that's and, his life. Yeah. Is well, he does. I mean, he's stuck in a hotel. He says, quote, pretty uneventful day. I got a great workout in, which was my goal coming in. I'd say the weirdest thing that's happened is that they keep sending me milk. I really don't know what to do with all this milk. Also, I hardly wore clothes today, which felt great. Okay. Which, (laughs) I mean, which felt great, but it isn't great if you're shooting content or because there's a big office building across from us. And I'm sure they all know me by now. Wait, what kind of content is he shooting? I don't know um, what content he's shooting. Well, that's what I'm Presum- trying to figure out. Like what I would imagine for Instagram, the Insties. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess he also Zach's Netflix show Down to Earth is filming season two, so I'm going to go out and produce that again. He said at the time this was before, so that's old. I don't know. Anyway, um, why he's down there probably to just like reunite with his bro. And to do that wrestling thing. In and the, to wrestle in waterfalls. In waterfalls, obviously. Yeah, I never had siblings. I don't know what kind of things you do. Um, well, in my experience... Seems totally normal. In my experience, uh, wrestling in waterfalls was not part of the sibling don't experience. go wrestling in waterfalls. I got one last story for oh, you. Oh, good. Okay, go ahead. This one's not going to make you happy. Oh. Zach just got back to Australia. Where was he in Minnesota? No. 
Okay. That'd be awkward. Well, That'd I was just really trying to like figure him. out why I was going to be mad. Zac Efron was in Dubai. Oh, that's not I don't good. think that's you guys, good. That's not good. That's not good. Do you want to know why? Why? I mean, I do, but tell me. Okay. Well, yeah, we're doing a show. So good. Good question. Because there's a guy who uh, works out of Dubai named Mohammed Al Turkey, mm-hmm. who is no good for Zac Efron. Yeah. He has been every time Zac has relapsed or been struggling. And I can't find out why he went to Dubai. Well, I don't want to. Zach, I don't want to. So call Bruh. us. We come call visit us. us. We'll keep you on the straight and narrow. Yeah. I'll even let you try on your clothes <laughs> that I own. We'll reunite you with your clothing when we come back we've got celebrities behaving badly we have a name for them and that name is after this on my talk 1071 celebrities behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment i'm colleen lindstrom that's bradley trainer hello and we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly and that name is Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Pew pew, mm-hmm. who's your bag of D? Okay, I need you to get your finger on the ding dong oh. button. Oh, hey, I'll put my finger on the dong okay. button. Okay. <laughs> uh, Chloe Kardashian. Bing bong. She's a frequent flyer. What's Chloe uh, Kardashian doing? Trying to get some attention. So. Her sister's been getting a lot of attention, Kim, you know, because her marriage is over with Kanye West. It and is? Yeah, Wait. I know. We we found out about that on Friday. And Khloe Kardashian was like, but what about me? I have a relationship that I want to talk about. So she posted a picture on her Instagram. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about it at length because there's a lot going on here. Uh, it's her left hand... Yeah, that's her left hand. Mm Her left hand resting uh, atop her uh, endowed booty. Oh, my God. And there's a gigantic ring on her finger. The uh, and then she's wearing a pair of brown boots. Like stick a pin in that. (laughs) I just want to know. A lot of answers. Right? Okay, stick a pin in, in the shoe I, I'd situation. I'd be careful. Don't stick a pin in that up well, close, because it'll um, hit you in the face. The, the, um, the, what's it called? Caption is, new good American shoes are dropping 225 Oh, wow. She's doing, like, all the things. So, there's so much happening here. There's a okay? lot happening. The first thing that I just have to get out of my system is that... The way that the shoe is bumping up against her booty, when you quickly just peer at it, it looks maybe like she didn't clean everything up, is all I'm saying. The heel of the shoe is just at the right spot. It's very awkward. Anyway, somebody, listen, I would have been there to style, uh, what's, what's that called? Style edit that. I would have been like, ooh, Chloe, I don't think you want it. It looks like something's coming out of you. Any who's that's not the thing that people are stunned by. It's the gigantic ring on her finger that appears to I be an engagement ring. That she got all the things in. She got the shoe, yep. the butt, yep. and the ring. Mm-hmm. And the dagger nails. That I just don't even understand. Neither do I. I don't know how. Well, I'm, how does she? All well, I'm going to no say is it wouldn't be a surprise if she had something on her booty 
with those nails. Yeah. I'm just saying. I don't know how people function and maneuver life with those people nails. People are really good at it. Um, so, yes. Then, That's of course. Some blatant Khloe Kardashianing. Uh, Meg, uh, Morgan Stewart. Who who's a Morgan Stewart? Is that like mm. Rod Stewart's daughter or something? Is she like a model? I'm making stuff up. She's got a blue check, so she's so you know it's good. Anyway, uh, she wrote in all caps: "Are they meaning are she and Tristan Thompson engaged?" To which Khloe Kardashian replied: "Yep, they are." Um, all I see is. Uh... The co-host of Daily Pop and Nightly Pop welcomed her first baby girl named Roe Wrangley McGraw with her husband, Jordan McGraw. Yes, that's Phil McGraw's son. Okay, so that's his wife. So she's a thing. All right. Any whoosie whatsie, she wanted to know if Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson are engaged. Well, do you think that that's what she was trying to tell us on her butt? I think it is. I don't think she cares about... The shoes. She just wants all the attention. She wants attention. Yeah. And she wants to sell some shoes with her butt. <laughs> I like, <laughs> it's just so. Here's the question even. that I have. Like, I just put myself in situations like this. Like, okay, I want people, I got to get out there today. I got to get out there. I got to get in the, the, get some headlines. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Looks around, looks around. Okay, well, I've got this bigger engagement <laughs> ring and a bigger. And a bigger. Which I paid for, because mm-hmm. you know she paid for that thing. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't get that doing squats, kids. Um, trust me, I've tried. Okay, I would stop you. If you... <laughs> Can you imagine if I came in? <laughs> I hey, like, look! Hey, Brad, how about lay off the squats? I would just say that very kindly to you. I'd say, enough, thank you. But then, but then, but wait, there's more. Then, so she's got all the things, like I got the shoes... I got the engagement. I got this ring. I, I love my nails. And my butt is fierce. That then she is able to create a, a, a photograph of all of the above. Oh. Like, so then you have to have the thought, like, how do I get all of these things in one shot? Right. And I just want to see the 4,862 other photos <laughs> right. that never made the light of day. You know, like all the awkward shots that she was like, oh, that's not quite it. Or, like, accidentally sticks the heel in her fanny, right? Like, and then that's I a deflation see, situation. Yes. Like, or, like... I, I mean, want to know how this she's one twisting passed. back. Yeah. And, like, who's taking the photo? Like, right? hey, can you come out here? Because I'm going to stick my foot in my rear. And then I'm going to slap my behind on this thing with my ring just so. But you got to make sure you get, like, a full on of the ring. Not, like, a side profile. And make sure that my... Like, everything looks great. And then, of course, she photoshopped it, because that's not... Like, I I know she probably has nice skin. No, but she shined her butt. But that skin ain't yeah. real. No, that's a that shinier... That ain't no real skin. That's a shinier... Like, there's probably Batus. a follicle or two that exists on her rump-a-dump. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. Ever, <laughs> ever call it a rump-a-dump. But, I mean, we all have the hair follicles on our butt. She apparently has zero hair follicles. Anywhere. Yeah. Like anywhere. Which is not true. So that's just all lie. It also looks like there's some like dew or some sweat. Like she took a. Bradley. What? I said that from the beginning. Oh, the, the shoe the... looks like there's some dew. No. <laughs> no, I mean, it looks like D E W dew. Oh, okay. Thank you. Not D O O. Uh huh. She is by the pool. But like that means somebody like sprinkled some 
you know, water on her. Make this look, you know, dewy. I just, you know, they all have their own professional photographer on. Well, and what else is she around. doing in a day? Right? Spending six yeah. hours, like, after this, she's like, oh, phew, that's done. Check that off the list. I'm going to go lay down. <laughs> Picture of butt and <laughs> ring and shoe. Check. It's a hard day. Unbelievable. Yeah. No, okay, it literally that's is. All. She really needed attention, and we just gave it to her. You're welcome. Thanks, Chloe. Chloe. Uh, Chloe. My uh, D-bag today is page six via the sun. Ooh. Like... Not the actual Thank you. bright orb in orb the sky. That, that we get to see today. No. Um, it's page six for this headline. Half of Brits don't want to watch Oprah's interview with Prince and uh, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. So this is a story about Did how somebody this, go door to door. Right. <laughs> Hi. Excuse me. If given the chance. Hello. Um, the Sun, and as I said, this comes via the Sun. Mm-hmm. So according to the Sun. Uh, who thought that they needed to ask this question. More than half of Brits, more than half of the people polled, anyway, um, that are British, said that they would they will change the channel rather than watch Oprah's upcoming interview with Meghan and Harry. I am going to change the channel. Which I think is so hilarious that, A, like somebody woke up today and went, Okay, here's what we got to do. We have to have a poll. I want to see, do people really want to watch this or do they not? And the reason that they're putting out stories like this, of course, is because they want to create this or perpetuate. It's already been created, but perpetuate this notion that um, these two are toxic and they're ripping the royal family apart. And therefore, the British people don't want any part of them, which is absolutely not true. Because who are the people that are like, absolutely not. I'm going to change the channel when these two come on. I, 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 it numbs my brain. Is that the word? Boggles my mind that, to your point, that somebody felt like it was an important thing for us to know today. Yeah. Who all's going to be watching? Yeah, not to like, hey, after the fact, how many Brits tune in well, because the thing i know is that people love gossip people love well, drama t- well what people do we know love nothing is real and everyone smokes but we, we also know that. know that we get this every i'm just gonna call people out like every once in a while people get kind of agitated with something they heard on their favorite radio station my talk 1071 and they'll be like i'm done listening oh and it usually involves a kardashian mm-hmm and I just want to say, if to I hear all of one you, more Kardashian story out of you people, yep, to all of you who have said that and are listening right now, We're still listening, we see you. <laughs> That's my point, though, is that like people will say when asked, "Are you going to watch this thing?" Oh no, no. How about we talk about the ratings after they happen? We yeah. don't need to Dion Warwick this. <laughs> we don't need to Psychic Friends Network this. Walk on by. <laughs> something tells me that this will have historic ratings, and that's not like. Not that, who cares? Sure, that's like a thing we people love to throw out there. Like, right. who cares? I don't care about these people. But it tells us something. The fact that people are interested in this tells you something. I am fascinated by what that tells us. If it tells us something sad, well, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. But the fact that like these two generate 
or, you know, have tabloids generate polls to determine whether or not people will actually show up to pay attention, there there is something there. And you got to ask yourself, what is the thing that is there right. with these two such that tabloids are running around asking people if they're going to watch? Right. It means they've gotten to you. When we come back dun, dun, dun. on the Colleen and Bradley show. Um, I, I want to make sure that we pay attention to something that the tabloids and specifically James Franco does not want us to pay attention to. Oh, we haven't talked about him in a while. Well, I know. And they tried to slip this news in on Friday or over the weekend so we wouldn't talk about it. Mm. And I was like, uh, fat chance, Grandpa. Fat chance, Grandpa. We're going to talk about the news uh, around James Franco that came out this weekend after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so I just want to make sure something's on everybody's radar because something tells me that they didn't want this on our radar. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. Gar. Uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Okay, so do you remember? Actually, you know what? Now that I'm uh, digging deeper into the story, I-, I don't know that they really didn't want us to know this. And I think there probably will be more news about this, but it's a little preliminary right now. A settlement has been reached between James Franco and the two actresses who were students of his in his um, studio four um, acting school. Uh, they, they um, filed a lawsuit in 2019 saying that he was guilty of sexually exploiting his students. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember some of their allegations, <clears throat> but had to do with feeling like they were pressured or coerced to do nude scenes, etc. And, you know, he didn't sound good in this lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the acting studio or the acting school that he was at the helm of um, did go belly up. Um, but these, this case has been settled. Or at least the preliminary, they have preliminary plans to settle the case. It will actually be settled as of March 15th. Uh, there's no amount that's been announced, but that will be, um, that will be decided by March 15th. Uh huh. And I just, that kind of got slipped in on Friday with the, with the news, the tabloid news. And I thought, hmm. I don't think that that's Friday news. I think that's Monday news. You know, uh, it's interesting because turns out we already knew this happened. We did? 
Jill. Excellent. Thank you, Bradley. Yes. I knew you'd come through for me. So this goes back to February 4th of 2021. You don't say. From our good friend, Enti Lawyer at CrazyDaysAndNights.net. This disgraced A-list actor from an acting family is quietly reaching settlement deals with some of his victims. It's James been confirmed. Franco. James Franco. Yeah. So just one more piece of evidence as to why you should believe some, if not all, of the blind items that come out of crazydaysandnights.net because here he was on the 4th um, telling us something and then it was revealed actually on the 12th, which is a full, you know, eight days before... This actually came out. Exactly. And I just think it's really interesting how very, um, this is, there's a story in here and I don't quite know what it is because I don't have all the pieces to it, but there's a story in here about how certain things that celebrities, certain celebrities can have stories like this swept under the rug where others can't. And I don't know what I don't know. Does that make sense? You don't know what you don't know. Like there is something with the Hollywood machine that works such that the James Franco stories don't make it above the fold on a Monday, but get buried below the fold on a Friday where, uh, the stories about, I mean, pick any other, uh, sexual assaulter um, that we know of in Hollywood, they get above the fold on a Monday. Do you see what I'm saying? And I don't, when when I say I don't know what I don't know, I mean, what is it? What's the cog in the machine that makes it so that we're not going to hear as readily about the James Franco stories as we are about the pick, pick somebody that we know. The Jeffrey Epstein stories sure. or whatever, you well, know? Well, I think, I think there's a couple of reasons for that, but I don't know, like, in terms of who put this information out and, like, who his reps and agent and all that stuff are. I mean, I think a better comparison would probably be Army Hammer. Thank you, thank you. That's, that is a better comparison. Um, because it is interesting that Army Hammer's getting a bunch of negative PR, but there, to my knowledge, isn't any legal... Not that we know of, yeah. That we know of. Although I will say, when this all broke with James Franco, we were talking about it. Oh my gosh. And then. Because one of the reasons we were talking about it was he showed up at the Golden Globes wearing a Me Too pin. And one of his accusers was like, nice pin. Yeah. And then it spun out. So and then he, and then he disappeared Mm -hmm. and the stories, you know, went away. And I think that's partially because he's not really doing anything, right? Like, he's not connected to anything Mm-mm. such that we would be talking about him. Like a project. Um, and I think he must just have great rep- representation. I think if these stories came out today, it would be a wholly different thing. Mm-hmm. I, that's just a guess. But based on what we see Army Hammer going through, um, something tells me it might be a little different. I don't know. But what I do know is... Uh, he's up to some no good because there's some other stuff too. Mm-hmm. Right. There's some other stuff? Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell me some other stuff? You want to hear it? Yes. Oh, I got to turn this on. Let me try that again. Okay, do that better. Blinded Thank you. 
Here's another blind item from all the way back in July. I don't remember talking about this one. We probably so didn't. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, apparently, there is no shame with this A-list, mostly movie actor from an acting family. His latest gambit is to go on websites that have classifieds for adult entertainment jobs. He specifically targets teen porn stars who are looking to make their first or second film. He reaches out to them and says he has a project that would be perfect. He proves who he is, and they are hooked. Most of the ones he targets are struggling to make ends meet and often are single moms. He promises them the world and then meets up with them and films them fulfilling his fetishes. He convinces them he is really into them, and this is more than just a filming of a scene or two, but then never contacts them again. Oh, and the kicker? Most of the time, he doesn't even pay them what he promised. He says he forgot cash and will make it up to them the next time. Because of who he is, they believe him. And that has been confirmed by Enti as James Franco. So, I mean, again, you have to believe Enti, lawyer. But if that's the case, uh, his silence doesn't mean he's not out Still, there continuing to allegedly, supposedly do stuff. Okay. I, listen, I struggle with James. I don't, actually, I don't. I don't struggle with James Franco anymore. I am not interested in anything that he is selling mm-hmm. or doing. Um, Because, again... What does a settlement say? It says, well, it says one of two things. It says um, you did it and you don't want to deal with the consequences. Mm-hmm. Or it says that um, you did it you did and you don't want to <laughs> no. deal with the consequences. I mean, very likely that's what it says. But I think you could make a plausible case that it um, you did it. Yeah, right? I, I don't because I, mean, I because if that's not true. And you think that you can prove that it's not true. I mean, that's the thing. Now, I do know that in criminal situations, people say they do things so that they can get out of a a consequence because they're afraid of the consequence, even though they didn't do the thing. But when it's a situation like this, I don't I've I don't know of the case where the very rich and successful celebrity is being accused of something like it's already out there. You're not preventing that story from being out there. Right. It's right? already there. And so what he's trying to do is shut the story down, right? Which is, and he, and he does so pretty successfully, or at least as people do, right? Because when the settlement happens, uh, it the news comes well, out on a Friday and, and they bury it. And do we have, is there a non-disclosure NDA? There probably will be in terms of, um, that is actually, I think, pretty standard with settlements that they that well, they yeah, cannot that's disclose like part of the, the problem right they can't disclose the terms of it and then those gals can't talk about it anymore yeah which like, we've talked about how insidious that culture yeah is. it's terrible yeah so what that does then is it effectively uh shuts them down from ever having conversations about their case again which then makes it doubly hard for any women he's victimizing now if they come forward to corroborate, yeah. These women can't corroborate that because they've signed a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, it's gross, man. All I'm saying is stay vigilant, Cobra Team Cobra. Keep paying attention. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, really big question. Mm-hmm. Bradley has chicken breasts in his fridge, and he <laughs> doesn't know what to do with them. 
How do you prepare your chicken? Dead serious. What's Bradley needs some recipe dish? ideas. Chicken chat. 651-641-1071. After this on my talk. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.